You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is the sermon recording from this week's service, but first, here are the readings. I'm reading from Romans chapter 8, verses 14 through 19. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit herself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our Gospel reading is from Luke chapter 6. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked round at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they they might do to Jesus. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles. This is the word of the Lord. You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. And now for this week's sermon. Would you please pray with me and for me? Ask the Lord to bless each of us that he may inspire my words and touch each of our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen. On the 12th of May in 90s born in Switzerland, he was the youngest of nine children. His father was a reformed Christian pastor, but it was his mother's mother who was to change his life. As a child, witnessing the aftermath of the Great War, it was she who said that if people had really understood the Lord's Prayer, the war would never have happened. 
By that, she meant that if people had truly understood that they were children of one God, a worldwide human family made in the likeness of God, then the fear, the hostility that led to the war would never have happened. Having understood that core belief, it is for us to then care and nurture one another, accepting our faults, forgiving each other as we ourselves are forgiven. It's as if our first reading to the Romans becomes an explanation of the Lord's Prayer. The Holy Spirit has been given to each of us and lives within us. It is that spirit that cries out, Abba. We each belong to God and are a part of God. And yet, because we don't realize it, we recognize the things that separate us and war and disharmony lives. Roger began to study for Christian ministry but with the outbreak of the Second World War, he left college, got onto a bike, and he began what he then later would call a pilgrimage of discernment of God's will. He rode and rode, slept in hedgerow, and eventually crossed the border into France, and then found a small village that was just outside the occupied border. The village was called Teze. There, he bought an old, empty house, and he began to take in refugees, Christians and Jews alike. And for two years, he and his sister cared for all who came to them, until the Nazis heard about them and they had to flee. Two years later, in 1944, Roger returned to Teze. He wanted to spend the rest of his life contemplating what his grandmother had taught him, the Lord's Prayer. That if we really believed that we were children of God, how is there so much hatred and violence in the world? He wanted to better understand what that calling was to be a child of God. He was eventually joined by a few other men also wanting to pray a contemplative life. And no sooner had they got together that refugees began to seek them out. Jews came in their hundreds and the village clubbed together and bought a field and they began their community. Roger, now known as Brother Roger, watched over each of them. And then as the war ended, more refugees came. But these were damaged soldiers and they caused huge division. Jewish families said they didn't want them there. But Roger, again, said that all were welcome. And slowly, over time, they became another community where healing and forgiveness took place.
Today, Teze continues. And each week over the summer, over 5,000 young people from all across the world flood in to live a monastic life for one week. A few weeks ago, I preached and spoke about a personal encounter with God. It left me overwhelmed with fear and a feeling of worthlessness. I then said that the most important aspect of prayer, the beginning, the foundation of prayer, is to come as we are, false and all, and to surrender ourselves completely to the love of God. I've been privileged to have met Brother Roger many times. I've spoken with him, eaten with him, and listened to him speak about God's love. But watch how he has touched thousands and thousands of people's lives with an unwavering message that if we are to be free of war and division, we must recognize that we are children of God, brothers and sisters standing together on a tiny, vulnerable planet, minuscule in the magnitude of God's universe. Today we remember with gratitude all those who have sacrificed their lives that we may live in freedom. We hold before God those who continue to protect our democracy. But we also recognize the scandal of war. And as a broken people, we recognize our need for God's healing. In my time in Northern Lights, I've been blessed in many ways. One is realizing just how much my time with the Teze community has influenced my spiritual life. I've only come to recognize this because of the shared values and beliefs that Teze and Northern Lights MCC share, especially the understanding that God loves each of us without favorites and all are welcome at his table. For me, the foundation of our personal relationship with God must begin and end with the deep love God has for each of us. To listen to Brother Roger pray was to hear a man lost in the wonderment of God's love for him. That personal relationship must then be shared and celebrated as a community. I would like to say tonight a real thank you for the warmth and acceptance and welcome that you have shown both me and Kyle. In the many church communities that I've been a part of over the years, I can say that I've never found a more welcoming and accepting community. To ask you to be proud of what you have here at Northern Lights. You live and shine God's love. We have a practice here of using inclusive language. This is to ensure all people feel accepted 
and also to recognize that God is spirit and that our language cannot truly encompass God's nature. Yet, we're also called to an intimate relationship with God. No one says, hello, parent, to our mum or dad. And in teaching us to pray, Jesus used the term Abba in the Lord's Prayer. It's the equivalent of calling the creator of the universe, Dada. It's a name that has special meaning for me because it's what Kyle calls me, at least when he's not angry with me. And then I'm not going to tell you what he says. For Jesus' listeners, it was an outrageous thing to say. But it's that intimacy with God that he seeks with each of his children. As a community, I don't want us to be afraid of using personal terms to address God. There are times when it's right to call God creator and almighty. But today we focus on the Lord's Prayer. Let us not be afraid to say it as Jesus taught us and call God our Father because it's what we need as a world. As we come to the, towards the end of our time reflecting on prayer, we have added a prayer space and an offer to sit with anybody at the end of the service who would like somebody to pray with them. We've also added a prayer request book that will be included in our prayers. And I would like to finish that time each Sunday with the Lord's Prayer. But let us also equally look for other ways to address God. Contemplating God's love for each of us. God as mother, as friend, as guide, and as lover of all. And I'd like us to be safe in the knowledge that by doing so, we are praising God for her great love, and we include everyone in that great act of worship. No one should be left out. Brother Rogers spoke of taking risks to bring about world peace. He wrote, in the gospel, peace bears the important name reconciliation. This requires commitment and it takes us very forward, very far forward toward our goal. Being reconciled means beginning a whole new relationship. It is a springtime of our being. What is true between individuals goes for nations too. What is springtime a reconciliation between nations would be. For me, he means let us as a church be what God has called us to be, a family that rests and rejoices in God's love so that we can be a light to the nations, a source of hope and a means of peace. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. 
to find out more about what we do, head across to our website, www.northernlightsmcc.org.uk.